It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles once again, turn to Romans chapter 5, and we'll begin reading in verse number 15. The Bible says, But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came or I'm sorry, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, in this end, or in the end of this chapter, we're dealing with Adam's transgression, but it speaks of Adam, who is the figure of him that is to come. Now he's, I guess you could say, the anti-type. It's the, he's the exact opposite of what Christ is here. He was the first Adam. Scripture also refers to Christ as the second Adam. And where the first Adam failed, the second Adam was sufficient. What are we dealing with? With Christ's sufficiency. See, Adam when he sinned, plunged the whole human race into sin. And by just that one offense, by just that one sin, by taking a piece of fruit that God said don't eat, and he disobeyed God and ate of it, just a little sin, something where he God said don't do that, and he did it, that sin was powerful enough to plunge the entire human race into sin and condemn all to death and judgment of God. And we tend to think, oh, some sins aren't that big. My friend, let me tell you, in the eyes of God, all sins are big, they are wicked, they are dangerous. Sin has a certain power to it. The first Adam brought us under the power of sin. But may I say, Jesus Christ, as the second of, as the second Adam, brought us instead of under the power, where we've been under the power of sin, God came, died on a cross, and redeemed us, brought us back. He, he freed us from that power of sin. We don't have to live under it anymore. Adam, through his offense, through just that one offense, every person since Adam, they've all died. 
because it says in verse number 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. But, verse 15, For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God, and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand this, that Jesus Christ's grace is sufficient for the whole world. And we'll see that even more clear as we keep on reading. But God's gift, while Adam's one sin plunged the entire human race under the power of sin and to death, and sin and death reigned from Adam all the way to Christ, now, through the, through the death of Christ, through the obedience of Christ to God, through the gift of grace of God, it is offered, it has abounded to many. Verse 16, And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses under justification. Adam's one sin was enough to plunge the entire human race into the judgment of God. And we all are reserved to the judgment of God and the wrath of God because of our sin. But Christ and His free gift is so powerful and so sufficient that no matter how many offenses are in your life, Christ is able to justify you and make you just as if you've never sinned before the Father. Verse 17, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ, Sin and death reigned in our lives before Jesus Christ, but when we turn to Him and in faith believe in the, in the sacrifice Christ made for us, if we believe in His shed blood on a cross for our sins, then we are given the gift of eternal life, and that life can begin to reign in us. Christ's life, Jesus Christ our Lord, He begins to live His life through us, and no longer are we in bondage to that sin. We've been freed from that sin. The power of sin has been broken. Why? Because Christ is sufficient, and He is able. Where the first Adam brought death into the world, and that death reigned because of His choice. When the second Adam came and lived to perfection and fulfilled the law, then he was able to qualify to be that second Adam and to die in the place of all mankind as the second racial head, so to speak. And thereby, when we receive him, he adopts us. We are placed outside of Adam's family, now into Christ's family. We become the sons of God, and therefore we are delivered from that curse of the law. What's Galatians chapter 3 tell us? That... Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. It's Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, He's sufficient. He's able to give you life. 
Whereas sin and death reigns in your life now, and there is no peace with God. You're always fighting. You're always resisting. When you receive Christ, and Christ justifies you, that peace is now restored to God. And now we have access to God. And now we have a hope in God. And now we have a way to learn and grow in God because of Christ. And we have the gift of the Holy Spirit spreading abroad the love of God in our hearts. And, and so many things, Christ is sufficient. Christ is the only way that could have ever been possible because Christ established grace again over the law. No longer do we live under the law, but now we are under Christ and we are under the law of liberty, which is so much better, so much more free for us to serve God and live the way God wants us to. Our motivation changes, but God intends for us to live in life and God intends for His life to reign in us. Verse number 18, Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, that is Christ, the free gift came upon all men to justification of life. Christ came to this earth. He lived a righteous, holy life before God, that He could justify and be the justifier of all those of us that are ungodly. Verse 19, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. You see, God gave us a law. Why did He do that? What was the purpose of the law? Because before the law, we couldn't see our sin for what it truly was. Did sin exist before the law? Yes, absolutely it did. It was a moral issue. It was an issue of conscience. We, While conscience is not a perfect, um, not necessarily the perfect law of God, and we cannot fully rely on conscience, because it will at times lead us wrong. You can sear it. You can um, so sear it that you m might not respond like you should to it. But we had somewhat of a knowledge. But we didn't see how awful we were in God's sight. So God gave them a law to show how awful, how wicked we truly were. God gave us a mirror to see, for us to look into and see how dirty we were before God. He wanted every mouth to be stopped. He wanted all the world to see that they are guilty before God. They already were before the law. The law was just showing what was already the truth. Mankind just couldn't see it. And so God gave a law because mankind thought that they could live up to God's law. And God gave a law showing that no man can live up to the righteousness of God. Every man has fallen far short of the mark that Christ set. Now we've got commandments. Now we begin to look reading in the Word of God and we see how exceedingly sinful we are. But where those offenses in our life abound, where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. My friend, I'm here to tell you that while we are exceedingly sinful in God's sight, God's grace is more than sufficient 
to cover every sin you've ever committed. I don't care how wicked you've been. I don't care how deep in sin you've been. I don't care how many things you've involved yourself in. I don't care if you've done so much hurt to, to other people. I don't care what sin it is, what things that you've done. God's grace is sufficient to save you to the uttermost. God's grace will much more abound. Where your sin abounds, grace is more abundant. Grace is able to cover every sin because every sin that you ever have committed or ever will commit, Christ on the cross paid the penalty for every single one of them with His blood so He could offer you a free gift of grace and say, listen, if you're willing to trade your sin for my righteousness, I'll make the trade with you. I'll, If you'll accept me and if you'll let me live my life through you, if you're willing to turn from whatever it is you're trusting to get you to heaven and accept me and accept the gift of grace, then you can go to heaven. But if you choose to reject Him, my friend, then you will stand guilty before God, a debtor to do the whole law which you've already messed up and you will be judged according to God's law. But you don't have to be judged. Grace did much more abound that as sin hath reigned unto death even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. My friend, I don't know about you but I don't want sin reigning in my life because the fruit of sin is always death, judgment, and condemnation. But because of Christ's sacrifice, He broke the power of sin and there is now a way that grace can reign in our lives. We can have peace with God. We can be justified before God. And when God sees me, He doesn't see my sin anymore. He sees the righteousness of Christ imputed to my account. Legally, I have been cleared before God. Practically, I have been given the power to live right that I might please God. Christ was all-sufficient. Christ is still all-sufficient. And Christ is reaching out to you now. Maybe He's dealing with your heart. The Bible says, Behold, now is the day of salvation. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. My friend, if God is dealing with your heart, I would challenge you and beg you, respond to the grace of God. Respond to the gift of God that He is offering you today. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email back to the book broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwallen.org.